you tired of chasing perfection and always feeling like you fall short? There is a better way. Welcome to the Pop Coach Life with your host, Sharon Smaga, where we are pursuing the art of purpose over perfection. She's going to turn what you think you know on its head and help you discover a life filled with meaning and joy. So buckle up, Buttercup, because here comes Sharon. everybody. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Smaga, and this is Pop Coach Life. Pop is pursuing purpose over perfection. And I have been out on sabbatical, and I'm really excited to be back with you. I feel sort of renewed, refreshed, restored, and ready to sort of reset and move forward. So I want to remind you to please hit the like button, ring the bell, um, share my content, social media, uh, the, the podcast, wherever you're listening, um, please leave feedback, go ahead and, and, um, give me a rating, do whatever I just, and get the content out there. Please feel free to share it. Um, this is all free content that I just want to get out there to people and hopefully that we can all learn more and more how to let go of perfection and pursue our purpose. And that will free us up to do that. Just a reminder. I'm working on getting better at this. A reminder that you can now go to my website at popcoach.life. That's popcoach.life. And through the website, you can get to know a little more about me. You can also go ahead and sign up if you're interested for a 20-minute free coaching consultation. You can also sign up directly to get on my schedule for paid coaching sessions. We have a very simple pay structure um, that doesn't require like sort of this huge commitment and thousands of dollars. We've tried to keep it very simple and user-friendly. Um, in a way that makes it accessible and affordable for all of you. So go ahead and please check me out at popcoach.life. Okay, thank you. And moving right along, um, in the vein of learning new things, which I am always uh, sort of pursuing, I, I don't know if I've ever shared this, but I'm a very avid reader. I have been my whole life. Um, I kind of joke sometimes that reading is one of my best friends. Uh, it's just a real joy for me. And so in that vein, I'm frequently reading professional materials, um, materials that I think will help me grow, that give me information I can share with you guys that will, can help you grow. My newest thing I'm diving into that was recommended by a friend is this book. And if you aren't watching me and you're just listening, it is called The Anatomy of Peace, Resolving the Heart of Conflict. And this is put out and published by the Arbinger Institute, Arbinger Institute, and it is their fourth edition. And one of the things that I've learned that I'm really excited to share with you that I think is a really, a very simple way to rethink um, how we're approaching people in relationship and also, but also a very practical tool, something that is easy to apply is um, it's, I call it a relationship status type of measurement. They call it a way of, they call it a way actually, I apologize. So they call it a way there's two ways. Um, for those of you that have heard me talk about relationship postures, that's what I think of this as is um, 
another way to consider relationship postures, which are how we see value in ourselves and the other person in relationship. If you have heard that, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, please go back and listen to my series. There's four of them on relationship postures. It's really helpful and practical. So the Arbinger Institute, again, in their book, The Anatomy of Peace, they talk about these as ways of being. And so they call one the I vow way, and they call the other one the I it way. So if you can picture it, I dash thou, T-H-O-U, and the other one is I dash it, I-T. And this idea is that depending on how we perceive the other person, whether it's in peace, in conflict, at war, um, whether we're just hanging out and communicating, trying to work on a project together, uh, maybe it's with one of your children, you're trying to you know, correct or discipline them, you're trying to engage with your spouse and sort of strategize and problem solve, come up with a plan, right? And all of these engagements stated as we engage in one of two ways, either the I-thou or the I-it. And what that means is in the I-thou posture, I'm calling it a posture, I see me as a person and I see you as thou, a person, another person that I am engaging with, interacting with. In the I, it, I see me as a person and you as an object or a thing. And so I think, you know, what's really obvious about that is that in the I, it, you have immediately devalued that person into the it or the thing. And so that the way we engage with each other is very much affected by our mentality in a moment. And this can be in really big ways. Um, while I don't do political issues on my podcast, I would say that the, the war in Israel right now and what's going on there is a very good example of what happens um, when there is a devaluing of human life. Um, and it can lead to some really nasty situations, um, torture, death, all kinds of things. And that would be the very extreme. In our day-to-day -day interactions and relationships, it's probably more subtle. Um, there is a spectrum, of course. I know a lot of people talk about narcissism now. And I, I will tell you, I think we overuse the term. However, uh, like about middle of the road here, if you're watching on my arm, you know, on the scale about middle of the road, um, middle to moderate is maybe dealing with someone who really is a narcissist and can be very cruel um, or somebody who's being abusive, right? So the way that we give ourselves permission to abuse is to objectify. You've probably heard that term a lot, even in legal circles when it comes to when we're dealing with things like rape and abuse. And we objectify, we turn the person into an it. And that can give people that freedom to feel like they have a right to do things to, to other people that they don't. And it shocks us because we are thinking an I, thou. But that person who is um, abusing or doing harm or attacking is thinking more in the stance of I, it. Uh, so that's a very intense version of that too. And more in our day-to-day -day relationships, I think this can happen moment to moment. 
I will own that um, I tend to be a sort of natural leader. Let's get things done. I can be very task oriented. I feel very accomplished when things are getting done. So when I'm working with a team or supervising people, I can very easily, very easily slip from I thou to I it. And I forget to make room for who the person is in the interaction, right? I might get too bossy or just sort of start barking orders or giving instruction. And there's a time and a place for that, right? We, we can't always stop to um, explore the relational aspect of a moment. But I think more often than not, there's, there's more room for relationship in that type of interaction in our relationships than we make the time for. We're all very busy and trying to cram way too many things into a day. And that can push you into the I, it, right? If you think about it, when's the last time you maybe just came home from work, you were super busy, you get home, the house is a mess, you start kind of barking orders at the kids, or and sometimes we bark them as questions. Why does that catch on look like this, right? What we really mean is, it shouldn't look like this, clean it up. And we can get into that I, it, where we're just sort of ordering this and ordering that and almost being, um, you know, sort of dictative and we haven't stopped to connect. So in the I, thou, the idea is that in the anatomy of peace, to have more peace in relationships, right? Because that's what the book is about. That we need to think more in the I, thou. We need to sort of take that breath. We need to step back. We need to check ourselves. We need to know if we're, you know, it's okay to, like to, in a moment to just stop and think, am I actually talking to this person like a person or an it? Am I actually seeing them as a person or am I seeing them as a problem or a speed bump or a barrier or something in my way or um, an authority that's ruining things for me, right? There's a whole uh, probably list of those we can come up with. And when we're in that mode, I would argue that whether we mean to be or not, and I think we often don't mean to be, but that we are frequently in the I, it mentality. So the trick of this, and this is not to shame any of us because we all struggle with it, um, is to recognize that and to choose to sort of just gently shift over to I, thou. And maybe then we can look at something instead of saying, you know, why is this person on the team not just getting on? Why won't they get on board? They're just ruining it for everybody else. <laughs> I've never said that in my head, right? Ha ha. So maybe I shift and over to the I, thou and say, okay, they disagree and they have a different perspective, but that still has value. Whatever the team decides, they have as much a right to be heard as everybody else on the team did. They don't have a less of a right to be heard because they don't agree with the majority or the consensus. So that would be a, a way to shift over to I thou thinking. And it's just a simple choice to be honest with ourselves. Am I an I it? Am I seeing this person as a thing or an it? And if I am, how do I kind of shift gently over to the I, thou and show them that same respect I want, that same value I want, that same time and attention and audience I may want? How do I intentionally give that to that person on the other end of my communication? So I think at, I think it could broker a lot more peace in our day to day interactions. Um, I think it could 
you ever have one of those days where you're with somebody you usually get along with and you really care about each other, but you're just sniping at each other? I call it sniping, like you just kind of ping each other, bing, 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 right? And we call that sniping in my house. And you, and you know you're in that pattern. You just can't get out of it. I think this idea of, okay, wait a minute, let me shift to I, thou, let me respect that person's opinion, or maybe just simply respecting the fact that I want to have a conversation they don't because they're exhausted, or maybe it's just accepting they're a little grumpy and that's okay, and, you know, nobody's going to die because they're a little grumpy, and I can still be happy. I don't have to be unhappy because they're grumpy, but I also can let them have their own feelings. So those are all examples of like how we can move into that I thou and I there's probably a ton more examples if I sat down I could give you and that would probably just overload you all I'm trying to do today is introduce the idea get us thinking about it so my encouragement to you is to start to really stop and think about right now if I'm angry if I kind of want to go to war with this person or I feel like they're at war with me and have I have I moved into an I it Am I in the I it or am I in the I thou? And can I get to the I thou? Um, that won't always mean the other person does. Okay, that that's just real life. So sometimes we're trying to broker peace with somebody who is determined to be at war with us. But we can still, I would argue, treat them with the value they do not extend to us even in those moments. We can still decide, I have a boundary with this person. I don't have to be bullied or moved by them. Or change my mind but I can still see their value as a person even though I don't like the way they treat me so powerful stuff give it some thought give it a go as I like to say um, give it a go and you know toes up while you think about it I hope you've been relaxing listening to this uh, that's sort of our new my new little thing toes up let's kick our feet up and learn a little something and in a very relaxed way let's go and try to you know, incorporate that or apply that to our lives and see um, where we can see change or where it's helpful. I love you guys. Keep pursuing purpose over perfection. You can't achieve it anyway. Let that sucker go. Let's just live out our purpose and all our humanity. Love each other well and learn and grow together. I love you guys and I will see you next time. Take care. You've been listening to the Pop Coach Life Podcast. To catch all her past shows, go to www.popcoach.life.